0: Can't polish my chrome so clean. We can fly off into the sunset together. Rusty old American dream. Still running. Rusty old American dream. And a good Saturday morning to you, and thanks to the help uh, you get from ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. We'll help you keep it running this weekend. Dan Burns, good morning to you.
1: Good morning, Danny Long. How
0: are you? I'm doing quite well, and I hope you had a busy week there, Lloyds. I assume uh, it was.
1: It was busy, and uh, you know we're we're just getting through the hot weather season, and it's time to switch over to fall. When I when I walk out the door this morning, it uh, it feels a little bit like fall, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's fresh. It's a fresh feeling. Yeah, when you think about uh, what the temperatures we've we've had now, the overnight lows are going to be in some cases in the upper fifties. So yeah, quite 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 a change. If you uh, are new to the show, thanks for joining us. If you have any kind of a car care question. Uh, this is uh, this is the guy you want to, to to ask via text, and as you know, Dan, we're still having issues. We're almost there with a brand new phone system. <laughs> we're almost there in the 21st century. But we'll we'll uh, I think maybe by next Saturday, I'm thinking now that we'll uh, we'll have the phone lines available as well. But in the meantime, uh, send Dan a text like some folks are already doing. And that number is still the same, at least for a while, 651-989-9226 for your text questions uh, about your vehicle, your car, your truck, your van. And I know we've talked about this before, Dan, but maybe somebody missed it on the previous shows, but uh, you have talked in the past about uh, wheel repair, rim repair, if you will. Uh, That is doable for those that maybe hit a a curb or something where there was some wheel damage. What exactly can, can the people who do that kind of work do? And do you do it?
1: Well, no, we do not do it in-house. It's something right. that we uh, we take the wheels off and send them off to a company that does that kind of repair. And it's actually quite amazing. <laughs> if you hit a pothole, uh, you know, with an expensive wheel, and Denny, as you know, like the wheels on your car, are probably yeah. $1,000 a piece to replace them. Yeah. And so for a couple hundred bucks, we can send those out. They heat up the, the spot that is actually bent and, and then put the wheel in a jig and uh, bend it back into shape. And uh, it comes back, uh, if we want, if we want to go this far, they'll even resurface it. They'll, uh, they'll repaint it and make it look brand new again. And uh, oftentimes people elect not to go that far oftentimes people say just straighten it because uh, most of the time the bend is on the inside of the wheel where you don't see the repair anyway so most most of the time people will just have us repair it but uh yeah it's it's amazing what they can do and and uh sadly there's still some potholes out there
0: well, wow. isn't that true
1: yeah 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 so we, we need to be careful to avoid those as best we can because uh, they do bend the wheels that's for sure
0: yeah, it's a good deal that, uh, like you said, they're so expensive in many cases that it's nice to be able to re- be repaired. Uh, let's see. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, here's the text. Uh, there's an interesting question here uh, about uh, mechanics, technicians. A question we've never had before, I don't think, as far as dealership mechanics versus private shops. Now, there's when to go to which, I'm not sure. Well, I know what the, the texter is asking, but. Uh, you guys, you're, you and, and your crew, they're all master technicians, right? The,
1: our, our crew is all, there is, there are all, we are all master technicians and uh, on, you know, the, the vintage of vehicle that we work on, I would say there's nothing that we can't do. We can reprogram computers, we can do everything that the dealership uh, can do. Uh, you need a relationship with the dealership, though, because the manufacturer's warranty work needs to be done by the dealership. Mm. So, in other words, if you're, um, something is not working and it's covered by the manufacturer's warranty, then the dealership will take care of that for you at no charge. And I can't do it at no charge. So. There's no question that that's you know you need to go to the dealership for that, but beyond that, uh, you know people find that we're more convenient to get to and uh, perhaps we're more friendly to deal with. You know the guys up in my front office have all been there for decades, and uh, so that's a that's a big deal. So when guys up in my front office have all been there for decades. And, uh, so that's a, that's a big deal. So when you go in, you're going to know who you're dealing with and, and so forth. So, uh, you know, I, beyond that, uh, uh, I would say, you know, go, go where you're most comfortable. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. Thanks for that question. Uh, the text number is 651-989-9226. Keep in mind, Dan's going to be with us until Jack Farrell time. Jack comes in near 745. So don't wait. If you do have a question, a car care question, uh, shoot us that text at 651-989-9226. Let's do this, uh, Dan. Let's uh, take a quick break here. uh, And uh, we'll come back again. More more folks are sending their text questions here on CCO's Car Care Show. Here on News Talk 830-WCCO. Stay with us. Had a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here. Dan Burns is with us. He is an ASC certified technician at uh, Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Give us that exact location, Daniel.
1: Well, Denny, we are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue. You can find us on the web at LloydsAutomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, LloydsAutomotive.net. Or uh, give us a call this morning, as soon as this morning. Um, not true sure who's going to be there. Jim's going to be there this morning at 651-228-1316. Very
0: good. We're going to get you that number, too, before Dan leaves us, which is about seven, four, about 20 minutes or so from now. So if you have any kind of a car-car question, send Dan your text at 651-989-9226. Here's one for you, Dan. It, said, uh, it says, we need to store a 2021 Genesis, and a 2018 Jeep for several months. What do you recommend we do to preserve the battery life? I have heard, Texter says, that battery tenders are not a good idea. Do you agree?
1: I think battery tenders are a good idea. What you don't want to do is leave a trickle charger on there because that will overcharge the battery. But a battery tender is uh, designed to... Turn itself off when the battery is fully charged, and it keeps the battery fully charged. So uh, I am comfortable with a battery tender. And when you say several months, if it's a month or two, you probably don't have to do anything. Uh, If if it goes beyond that, uh, you know, two, or you know, if it's going to be six months, then perhaps it probably is a good idea to install a battery tender and keep the battery from going dead.
0: Okay. Uh, let's see. 2008 Mazda Tribute. The blower fan does not work on setting number one, but the fan blows on two, three, and four. Any thoughts?
1: Well, um, you know, when, when it comes to a blower motor, there's two things that are the most common repair. One is the switch itself. Uh, the switch could be defective and need to be repaired. Or the blower motor resistor which is in the ground side of the blower motor. And uh, it, that also has circuitry that lowers the voltage so that uh, the fan speed changes. And uh, the most common repair is probably that blower motor resistor. So uh, that's, the, that's where I would start looking to see if that resistor is, is bad. And usually on most cars, that blower motor resistor is right behind the glove box somewhere. Uh, usually, it's pretty easy to get to, and usually, it's pretty inexpensive to replace. Mm, so That's good news.
0: This uh, listener, Dan, wants to know, how hard is it to replace all brake lines on a 95 GMC?
1: Well, it, that can be a big deal. <laughs> the, uh, on that particular vehicle, <clears throat> most commonly, the brake lines run up and over the gas tank. So, to do it correctly... If you want it to be just like the original and, and run the uh, <clears throat> the, the uh, brake lines exactly where they were before, the gas tank has to come down and and uh, you need to get you need to be able to expose and be able to run the lines the whole length of the vehicle. But on a on a vehicle of that vintage, you know the fact that the brake lines rusted through means that so did all the bolts and nuts and connectors and everything else is just as rusty so it turns into a big job to replace all of that stuff now we do it and and actually we do it pretty commonly because oftentimes the vehicles are worth the investment but it's uh you know it's a half a day to full day job to run those new brake lines and then get all of the bleeder screws working and, and able to let the air out when we put new brake fluid back in
0: all right there's a question about hard starting, uh, mainly in hot weather. The vehicle is a 2003 Subaru Forester, 2.5 liter, 57,000 miles, mostly city driving. Uh, this uh, texture suspects carbon buildup. Uh, what do you think because of this hot weather, hard start?
1: Well, that would be unusual uh, for it to be carbon buildup. Um, yeah, you know, vehicles run so efficiently, they, they just don't build carbon like they used to and so uh, i doubt if that's it but uh, i think more more likely we should check fuel pressure and and uh you know check for the spark and fuel injection pulse and things like that when the vehicle is cranking and uh and see if something like that's the problem but uh, we don't see carbon being a big problem much anymore
0: this uh, Here's an interesting question. Uh, do you see many automakers that are still making mid-sized vehicles with manual transmissions?
1: You know, yeah, yes, actually. Uh, you know, there's quite a few of the sportier type vehicles that have a manual transmission, and, and some people love them. Uh, many vehicles are available in a manual transmission uh, with a special order. Uh, if, you know, if you want to order it that way, you can get it. But, but I think a lot of the higher performance vehicles are still very much available in a manual transmission.
0: And I've read uh, somewhere too that uh, if you if you have learned and still have and drive a manual transmission, you're you you're safer than, from having your car stolen <laughs> because most thieves don't know how to drive, from what I've read. A uh, Five speed, six speed, whatever the case may be. So that's you
1: know, you know I, I agree with that, Daddy, because a yeah. manual transmission vehicle nowadays is much harder to sell, you know, in, in the used market because because so many people don't know how to drive it. And uh, so, uh, if if you're a young person and uh, and uh, want to take on a challenge, I think that that that's a good skill to have in the bank that you can drive a manual transmission vehicle uh because uh it's getting rare it really
0: is uh there's one here before we take a break uh, by the way our text number is 651 uh 2,000 miles on this tahoe and this texter wants to know should i change spark plugs not oil but spark plugs
1: 2,000 miles or 200 200,000 200,000 miles uh if you have not changed the spark plugs yes you should definitely change those i think uh you know the the manufacturer probably recommends them somewhere around one hundred thousand miles, so uh, i don 't know that there 's probably anything wrong with those spark plugs uh, because they they are just remarkable how uh, the, these new platinum plugs how long they last but But I think at two hundred thousand miles you 're pushing it. you probably should change those okay
0: hang on dan we 're going to take a break we 'll have a look at that uh, forecast here on CCO, and then we'll have more car care questions answered on News Talk 830-WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. The remaining minutes of our car care show, then we bring in Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Dan Burns is answering your questions as usual this morning. And, Dan, let's see how many we can field here before we uh, let you go. It's a... uh, 2017 Acadia. When you're getting out and putting it in park, there are times the display reads it's not in park, and the beeper won't let you leave the car until you restart it, move it, and put it back in park. GMC said it won't be warranty work and most likely very expensive. Your thoughts is very frustrating, Texter says.
1: <laughs> well, <clears throat> I would agree with, or I would, I would believe them when they say that it. it uh that they know that it won't be warranty work and that it might be very expensive because they probably know exactly what it is. And, <clears throat> you know, the the transmission selector switch reports to the uh, body com- com- computer probably and then that reports <clears throat> to the uh, switch on the dash. And in order for that all to work, it needs to be reading it and delivering the information. And I wonder if what's wrong. Is if that computer is, is failing <clears throat> at times, and uh, that's what it's going to need to be, or that's what's going to need to be replaced. So uh, perhaps you want to go get a second opinion and and and, uh, and see what somebody else has to say about it. But or or perhaps there's even a service bulletin available on that that would uh, would describe exactly what's going on, uh, because maybe it's a common problem, and uh, and and that's where you would find that sort of information.
0: All right. We have time for another text. Uh, This texter says it's a Kia Soul, does not say what year. And this summer, the texters have problems with the air conditioner, sometimes blows warm air. And if I drive over 45 miles an hour, it'll be cool. I've had it serviced, and they say everything is fine. What do you think is going on?
1: Well, I wonder if there's not enough uh, cooling happen on the evaporator, which is up in front of the radiator. And you know if that starts to get plugged with car or with uh, uh debris and and stuff from the trees uh then you you're not getting letting enough air through there and if there's not enough air going through there, then the air conditioning won't wor- won't work properly it needs to cool properly or the or it, it needs to be cooled properly or the uh, system will shut itself down so that it doesn't damage itself and so and then when you get going faster down the highway. Of course, more air is blowing through, or perhaps the electric cooling fan uh, isn't working properly. But I think uh, if you bring it in, if it's doing it consistently, there's something wrong. And so uh, I think that uh, if you bring it in, maybe you need to get a different opinion. But if the, if it's doing that, there's something wrong with it, and, and it can be fixed.
0: A texter wants jumping the season just a little bit, but a texture wants to know, Dan, when should we start thinking about getting snow tires
1: put on? Well... Today, <laughs> today, really, be proactive. Yeah, huh? yeah be pro- be proactive. Uh, we, I tell you what, Danny, we put on a lot of tires yesterday, so people are starting to think about tires. And uh, what you don't want to do is uh, put snow tires on before the weather and the roads cool off, because uh, they're just such a soft compound you'll wear them out right away. So uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think about snow tires till maybe November mm-hmm. uh, is probably the right time uh, to put them on. But but if you're interested in snow tires and need to get them, uh, it would not be a bad idea to start shopping for them now and to have a plan. Uh, like everything else in the world, Denny, there seems to be a shortage of stuff. So I think we're all learning to plan ahead a little bit and, and uh, be proactive so that when you want something, you have it. Because uh, otherwise, if you wait when you want it so does everyone else in the world and it it might be hard to find
0: isn't that true we are
1: we are starting to find that their uh parts are being are getting more difficult to get things like that and and we're trying to figure out why and the explanation we're getting from the manufacturer is that it's not that the uh parts aren't being manufactured they are but they're they're having trouble getting them shipped
0: interesting
1: They get imported to our country. They're sitting on a dock somewhere, and they don't have anybody to bring them to me. My goodness. You hear that all over. You hear it all over. All
0: right, Dan, we have to run. How do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's Automotive?
1: Well, come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give a call this morning, 651. two two eight
0: one three one six excellent Dan always a pleasure thanks for your help and uh, let's uh, try this again next Saturday
1: sounds good thanks Denny. very
0: good thank you Dan burns from Lloyd's autumn of stay tuned for the wine chat our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell straight ahead here on news talk